on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. And as uh, we uh, as we roll along, we're going to w- welcome into the program Jeff Howe from Horns 247 Sports and 104.9 The Horn FM. And Jeff, how are you? Welcome to the program. We appreciate your time today. Tom, uh, hope hope y'all are well. I, I picked a bad week to finish moving into a new house. <laughs> I, was, I was texting with Craig Way, and he was telling me you were moving to San Marcos. And I thought, what in the world? This is not a good deal for you. So you're probably scrambling, trying to work, and, and, and get moved. Yeah, what's funny is yesterday, you know, the wife calls me when she's on her way home, and uh, she says, hey, are you doing XYZ to move us to Nome? It's a computer. Uh, you know, the stuff on Texas and Oklahoma is going to the SEC. It's occupied my day. And she thought it was just some excuse to get out of moving. I'm like, no, no, I'm dead, I'm dead serious. This is, this is all in public right now. This isn't me trying to get out of moving box. Oh, she wanted to know if everything was unpacked. And you're like, no, I'm working the story. Speaking of the story, Jeff, where did this come from? I mean, if, if, it almost felt like yesterday that this thing kind of came out of left field. You know, I'll be honest, Tom, you hear rumors all the time. Uh, you hear whispers, you hear bits and pieces that might be kernels of truth here and there. But the timing of it and the fact that it's this far down the road, I think caught everybody in the Texas market off guard. I don't think anybody was prepared for it to be this advanced. Uh, nobody on or off the record, as far as we've heard, at Orange 24-7 on the Texas side, has shot anything down. Uh, now, nobody's saying it's a done deal, but the fact that we haven't gotten a denial yet and everything that we've heard points to this thing being pretty far down the tracks, uh, yeah, it, it, it caught us all by surprise, just the, the, the gravity of it yesterday, that we're, we're way past where the innuendo. This is something that I think everybody needs to – to wrap their heads around it as being a, a legitimate deal. Jeff, I'm sorry, Jeff. That's what we talked about yesterday uh, extensively. Was you didn't hear? No, this is come on. This is not happening. You heard no comment, and when you hear no comment, you're like, "Hello, red flag. Uh, something's going on here." Yeah, and I think what's interesting, Tom, and, and I've said this about the, from the Texas aspect of it for a while now. You know. If you look at the last time we went through all of this, all those players that were involved in Texas, they're all gone now. Uh, you know, there's new, new chairman, chairman of the Board of Regents isn't there anymore. Bill Powers no longer the university president. The lost is no longer the athletic director. And I think when you look at just the state of the athletic department of Texas, and, and, and I point to the, the last two hires that this athletic department had to make on the men's side, hiring Steve Sarkeesian in football and Chris Beard in basketball, the fact that Kevin Elside, the chairman of the Board of Regents, Jay Harsel, the university president, and Chris Conte, the athletic director, the fact that those three have been in lockstep every step of the way on everything they've done to this point, uh, you go back to about a decade of the 2000s when president, athletic director, uh, and the Board of Regents were all on the same page, uh, Texas was probably running the most successful athletic department in the country, and, and while it's not there yet until football and men's basketball get there, uh, I think with some of the spring sports, you saw the benefits from that. And, and, the, and I say all that to say this, um, I think with name, image, and likeness and everything that's come down the pipe, I think you're, this is a direct result of those three guys looking at the situation, looking at where college athletics is going to be 12, 24 months, three years from now, and saying, okay, 
at Texas, what's the best spot you want to be in? And you know, uh, my colleague Chip Brown on the site, Chip's done a really good job tracking some of this as well. You know, when Texas when Texas went to the Big 12 to kind of get an idea of, hey, where are you at on renegotiating? Because Texas wanted to get out in front of renegotiating television rights. And I think you can take this as a direct sign of they didn't really like the early stages of those conversations. Uh, they've gotten Oklahoma involved, uh, and now here we are. So I think the fact that everybody in Texas is on the same page with where they what, what they want to do and what they want the future of this athletic department to be, as we've seen before, when everybody at that place is on the same page, uh, it's a really, really powerful freight train that's really tough to stop once they get the momentum. What does that do to the to the university's brand moving into the SEC? Because look, Jeff, they're not going to be the the top of the totem pole when they go into the SEC. I mean, they're going to have Alabama right there next to them. They're going to have Georgia right there next to them. They're going to have LSU right there next to them. Does that change anything for the Longhorns? I don't think so, Ward. I, as far as Texas goes, I think when you look at revenues and kind of that bottom line stuff, that for better or for worse. Texas, uh, you know, concerns itself with and is at the top of college athletics. But I don't think they're worried about the brand. I, I think this is all about, and let's just look at it from a football standpoint, because as we know, football drives everything with the media rights agreements and revenues and everything else. My opinion just kind of connects some of the dots here. When you look at an expanding college football playoff, and if Texas and Oklahoma were to go to the were to go to the SEC, uh, I think you're looking at a situation where you don't need to be an unbeaten or a one-loss Big Twelve champion to have a shot to get into this thing. I think the fact that you're going to play a competitive, the potential to play a competitive conference game every week uh, is going to be there. And I think too, from a recruiting standpoint, you know the the one the one metro area in the state since I've been covering recruiting starting back in 2004. The one major metro area of the state that I've always kind of used as a barometer uh, is Houston, because Dallas is kind of its own deal. It's kind of always been a, a Texas-Oklahoma territory, and the East Texas and you know, Austin-San Antonio, even Super Syntex, it's always kind of been its own deal. But I've always looked at Houston. There was a time when I was in my formative years where Houston was kind of more of a and gone to the, to the Gulf Coast was kind of more of a Texas A&M territory. I think once, you know, that Vince Young recruiting class in 2002 for a long time, Texas became kind of a, a Houston, excuse me, became kind of a Texas territory. I don't know if last time you guys have spent time in Houston. Houston's not a Texas territory. It's not an A&M territory. Houston is an SEC city now. I mean, you, you've got Alabama fans and LSU fans and just kind of this conglomerate of fan bases. Uh, Houston is an SEC city, and I think at this point, just speaking, listening, and I'm not saying recruiting is driving this, but let's not say ourselves, it is a big part of it. Uh, you've got kids now that if you're juniors and seniors in high school, you don't really remember the last time Texas was good. And in your lifetime, the SEC brand has been as big or bigger than anything in college football. So I think you take all those, all those into consideration where I guess – the long way around to answer the question, I think Texas looks at adding, throwing their brand and with the SEC brand, you've got something at that point that is just the unquestioned top of the food chain in college athletics, specifically in football. Jeff, if this happens, uh, Texas and Oklahoma make the departure, what, uh, what remains of the Big 12? What happens with the league? 
that's kind of the $64,000 question right now, Tom. I, you know, it's interesting as, you know, we started breaking this down and kind of going, kind of working backwards, figuring out, okay, how did we get to this point? Uh, one scenario that was thrown out there was, you know, it sounds like there was at least a conversation at some point or a mention that, hey, do the Big 12 and the SEC need to work on, you know, some kind of merger uh, to kind of benefit everybody at the end of the day? Uh, I don't know that that happens at this point. I think it's more likely that the two go instead of some kind of conference merger. But uh, I'll tell you what the, the interesting part of it, Tom, as far as now, this stuff is fluid, and it could change in the next 15 minutes for all I know. <laughs> I do think right now, as we sit here right now, Texas and Oklahoma aren't looking to leave tomorrow. Yeah, I do think they kind of want to, at least the plan was, give everybody a heads up and kind of help your conference brethren out a little bit and let them decide, you know, does everybody kind of go their own separate ways and fend for themselves? Do you look at expansion? Um, So I I think at the end of the day, kind of timing is going to be a really big part of this. And then the other thing is, and I think if you're in, in a power broker, if you're, you know, in, in an, on the administrative level at, at, at a Baylor, at a TCU, at an Oklahoma State, I think you've really got to look at your conference leadership and decide, you know, does the leadership of this conference, do they have the stomach to go through a legitimate round of realignment and whether it's going to be American or whatever and, and trying to add, you know, two to four teams, whatever that number is. To, to put this conference in as strong of a position as it can be, or if you're TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, the Kansas schools, Iowa State, West Virginia, do you just throw your hands up and say, to heck with it, uh, we've got X number of months before this conference dissolves and these TV rights go away. Uh, we're just going to kind of do our own thing. So I think once once those conversations start happening, Tom, I think, I think whenever Texas and, and Oklahoma do let the conference know, hey, once this grant of rights expires, once the current TV deals expire, we're out of here. Whenever that happens, I think then, you know, it's, it's, the onus is going to be on those other schools to determine, A, does your conference leadership have the stomach to expand or and, and go through this process, or B, do you, just, you just need to go out on your own. My advice to leadership of the other Big 12 schools, I, I, w- I wouldn't wait on the league because this league has shown it's not going to be proactive on much of anything. I would kind of be trying to find any life preserver I could at this point. Jeff, I appreciate the time. I, I know you're busy, and I know you're trying to get moved. And, but uh, we knew that you'd have your your thumb on this thing, and we wanted to get uh, your input, and we appreciate your time today. Yeah, I'll say this too, Tom, in parting. You know, it it, it does look like if this conference goes away, uh, you know, for me as a, a child who followed the Southwest Conference in its dying days, it's kind of a sad note for me to look at it and say there's not going to be a, a major conference, a major conference in college football or, or, or men's basketball or any sport that's going to have kind of a home base in the state of Texas. And Ward, going back to your question earlier, that to me is the bigger thing for Texas is you're kind of losing that grip on it where you've got the conference office in Dallas, you are at the top of the food chain. And not to say that you won't be near the top in the SEC, but it wouldn't be like it is in the Big 12 and with the conference going away, the fact that you won't have a league that is synonymous and has a strong tie to the state of Texas. uh, That part of it does make me a little bit sad. Absolutely. Hey, appreciate the time today. We'll talk to you soon, Jeff. Thanks. Have a good day. That is Jeff Howard.